Good evening, ghosts and ghouls. Tonight, the air is thick with smoke and superstition as the fires of Europe's largest witch hunt rage around us. We join you live from the executioner's scaffold as the sweet sense of charred flesh overwhelms the crowd, which has come to witness this latest episode of the fanatical purge. The only sounds you want to hear tonight are shrieks of pain and forced confessions, and the only light you'll see will be not that of the streetlights, but of the bonfires lining the city square, hungrily awaiting their next victims. All right, guys, we're uh, back here with another witch-themed episode. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Daniel. Say hello, Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Wow, you, you look more charming every day I see you here at the studio. Stop it. I was going to say, too, that that intro was pretty fantastic. Oh, well, well, well thank you. Making, making me blush here behind the cameras. <laughs> but uh, without further ado... Um, we gave you guys a little bit of uh, context beforehand, and uh, we're continuing on with the stories. This one's a little bit more deeply rooted in history, but it's terrifying nonetheless. So let's uh, just jump right on into it. So a little bit of background. Uh, long before Germany resembled anything close to a modern nation state, the German-speaking peoples of the world were just distributed across a patchwork of small duchies, principalities, and minor kingdoms, and what was known as the Holy Roman Empire. Now, originally, the Holy Roman Empire was 100% Catholic, and was seen as an important political and military bulwark for the Catholic Church. That changed, however, with the Protestant Reformation, begun by the likes of Martin Luther and John Calvin, um, and it was here, actually, that the Reformation made its greatest inroads. So, incensed at the threat posed by this upstart new religious current, both the church and the emperor sought desperately to suppress it by any means necessary. The ensuing sectarian violence escalated uncontrollably and eventually gave rise to what we today call the Thirty Years' War, wherein Europe's Catholic and Protestant nations made war with, an, with one another under the pretenses uh, wait, of religion. Up. I didn't mean to like cut you off, but when you but said, you did. You didn't when you said you war, did. I legit thought you were going to say war with like the witches or something. <laughs> Oh, that would be pretty badass. Yeah. A war against the witches. You watched a movie or heard of the movie called, like, what's it called? Underworld? Where it's like vampires versus werewolves or something like that? Yeah. Who, who the fuck hasn't? Who lives under a rock and hasn't seen it? Dude, I think I'm, I've seen the first three. I'm pretty sure people who are younger than us have not seen that movie. <sighs> yeah, we're dating ourselves right now. I don't think we have that many whip, young whippersnappers listening. <laughs> well, we'll ask Smitty. We'll ask, yeah, we'll ask the fucking, the, what are they called? Zoomers? What are I they think called? so. Gen, Gen Z? Yeah. Fucking hate those guys. Anyway, before I was rudely interrupted by my co-host. By the ghost. By the go- Yeah, by the ghost. So, um, yeah, it was during this time that Catholic and Protestant nations uh, made war with each other. Um, they justified it uh, by means of religious fervor, but it was actually uh, influenced by a number of shifting socio-political realities that changed throughout the course of the war with many nations switching sides and switching ideologies. Uh, it was during this dreaded time that the Spanish Tercios uh, came into being, rolling over Flanders and southern Italy alike, while the Holy Roman Empire, square in the middle of Europe and caught right in between its various Catholic and Protestant rivals, suffered the worst fate of any nation. Now, the Peace of Augsburg, uh, signed and agreed to by the Holy Roman Emperor, Carlos Quinto, and by the various representatives of a confederation of Protestant German states and principalities known as the League of Schmackelden, had led to a brief and shaky peace before the outset of full-blown pan-European war. 
adopting the practice of cuius, reli cuius regio religio est, whereby uh, a prince's religion of choice was the one practiced on his lands. So if uh, there was a Protestant priest, then his duchy would be Protestant. And if there was a Catholic prince, then his uh, small holding would be Catholic. Um, that was that was kind of the, the implicit deal. The only problem was that all these communities were within a stone's throw of one of one another. So it was a Catholic <laughs> principality next to like a Protestant duchy, and they were all in this kind of mishmash patchwork of states that was then the Holy Roman Empire, which, as Voltaire said, was neither holy nor Roman nor an empire. Um, just name dropped Voltaire. Well, you know what they say, man. Keep your enemies close. Well, the, well these guys were fucking right next to each other. So practically, when, practically neighbors at that point. They, practically neighbors. So when the Thirty Years' War erupted, uh, the Holy Roman Empire went up in flames in what amounts really to uh, a civil war, and it was marred not only by the brutal fighting but by a number of atrocities and war crimes inflicted upon the civilian population. Now, witch hunts, which as we mentioned previously were popular during the plague, came back into fashion as both bands sought to make examples of heretics and to strike fear into their enemies' hearts, kind of making use of this as a psychological tool. Now, among the most infamous of these witch hunts was that which took place for six long years between 1625 and 1631 in the small Bavarian principality of Würzburg. During this time, it is estimated that as many as 219 people were officially executed, while up to a thousand were killed as a result of the surrounding violence and hysteria induced by the trials the event took place after the event took place after other notable witch hunts that had um kind of become popular in germany in, wait uh, they cities. killed that many people so a thousand and, people and were accused these of witchcraft. people oh yeah so they were accused so they weren't even like a you know quote-unquote official witches Oh no, they they were out. They were afraid. we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to the indictment process of okay, these witches because it was it was super lax. Like it didn't take much, um, and executions of Protestants were commonplace throughout the war, and massacres of enemy enemy civilians were not um, uncommon either. But the victims of this bloody episode were not accused of being Protestants or crypto Jews, or even heretics, but were instead all said to be in direct league with Satan. And now curiously, uh, unlike many other witch hunts, this one seemed to make relatively few class distinctions as old peasant women and rich nobles were rounded up alike. And a total of 19 Catholic priests were themselves accused of witchcraft and burned alive at the stake. So this kind of, um, I don't know, equality, if you want to call it that, marked the proceedings and that it didn't matter you're old oh that too because the number of children were accused of witchcraft so it didn't matter if you're old young, really wealthy well connected oh or it kind of just okay around. but come on do you really think the wealthy people got accused the thing is they did and the thing is a considerable number of them fucking were actually executed which is why this is so different from all the other ones and the numbers too like a thousand people not a thousand people like indicted or rounded up or arrested like a thousand people put to death on the specific accusation of witchcraft. Oh, it was wow. the, there's Yeah, there's a reason it was the largest one in European history. Now, at the head of this persecution was Julius Ector von Mespelbrunn, 
uh, a fanatically devout prince bishop who many suspected to have gone mad, to have been influenced by reports by Jesuit priests that his country had suddenly become overrun with practitioners of dark and evil magic. Now, confessions obtained under torture by the first dozen detainees led to a number of accusations against both children and economic elites, who were all set to congregate in the thousands to celebrate their dark witch's Sabbath. Now, perhaps giving in to the frenzied war hysteria of the time, as well as to his own fanatical beliefs, the prince ordered that all these accusations be presumed truthful, and any pretense of a trial was merely a formality, a sham more for show than for anything else. So, whereas, like, the Inquisition wasn't particularly good at its investigative work, like, there was a chance that if you ended up at the doors of the Inquisition, that you might make it out if you sold out, if you ratted out enough people, or if you stuck to your guns enough, or if they, for whatever reason, thought that the accusations were ungrounded. There was at least a process, a shitty process, albeit, by which you might get yourself acquitted of the charges here, this was an independent witch commission that functioned outside of, like, church hierarchy and outside of, like, the dominion of the emperor himself. Yeah. And so this guy had complete leeway. And his, his, fuck, his criteria was just, like, as soon as an accusation is rolled against someone, then they're automatically guilty. Dear God. Imagine you going to, like, going to the, you said, inquisition, right? Yeah. And, like, you go to be like, hey, like, you know, I think someone's a witch. And you're, like, probably, like, are you a witch? Are you? Yeah. That's <laughs> so you're pretty, you're pretty much, like, fuck yourself if you go. I wouldn't go there if I was in that time. But the thing is, I feel like if you're the one, I don't know, if you're the one calling someone out, then there's less suspicion on you. Which is why I feel a lot of people did it. They try to get ahead of it. Like, uh... if I was, like, damn, there's a witch hunt going on in my town. Let me say that Daniel's up there fucking by the cemetery. And uh, what street do you live in? You're like, you're like, why are you by the cemetery? Well, when my wife died, you asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly. why I'm at the cemetery. And then I would just fucking send an anonymous tip down their way and uh, no suspicion would be leveled against me. Now, uh, in a letter found within the pages of the Codex Germana, the prince's very own chancellor, so Julius Ector's uh, chancellor, counselor, uh, recounted the events taking place at Würzburg to a close friend. I'll now go ahead and read that passage. As to the affair of witches, which your grace thinks brought to an end before this, it has started up afresh, and no words can do justice to it. Ah, the woe and misery of it. There are still four hundred in the city, high and low, of every rank and sex, nay, even clerics, so strongly accused that they may be arrested at any hour. It is true that, of the people of my gracious prince here, some out of all offices and faculties must be executed. Clerics, electoral counselors, and doctors, city officials, court assessors, several of whom your grace knows. There are law students to be arrested. The prince bishop has over 40 students who are soon to be pastors. Among them, 13 or 14 are said to be witches. A few days ago, a dean was arrested. The two others who, the two others who were summoned have fled. The notary of our church consistory, a very learned man, was yesterday arrested and put to the torture. In a word, a third part of the city is surely involved. The richest, most attractive, and most prominent of the clergy are already executed. A week ago, a maiden of nineteen was executed, of whom it is everywhere said that she was the fairest in the whole city, 
and was held by everybody, a girl of singular modesty and purity. She will be followed by seven or eight others of the best and most attractive persons. This guy's kind of weird. And thus many are <laughs> put to death for renouncing God and being at the witch dances, against whom nobody has ever else spoken a word. To conclude this wretched matter, there are children of three and four years, to the number of three hundred, who are said to have had intercourse with the devil. I have seen put to death children of seven, promising students of ten, twelve, fourteen, and fifteen, of the nobles, but I cannot and must how, not how write more. How the fuck would this guy even know that? Because this guy's the, 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 oh, how, yeah. Okay, so that's the thing. Any accusation... So it just took one old lady that didn't want to get tortured anymore to just say whatever they wanted to hear, which is not unlike modern interrogation methods where they just like berate you and fucking put you under enough pressure where you'll do anything to make them stop. Oh, yeah. So it's not like that. Yeah, it's not like that at no, all. Not here. No, it's, it's changed, you know. But, um, yeah, so you're eventually going to come up with some pretty far-fetched fucking stories if you just want to make them stop shoving hot coals up your ass. Or whatever fucking torture method they're doing, you're going to reach into your imagination and provide the kind of craziest scenario that you can think of. You want to provide them what they want to hear? Yeah, exactly. Just to make them stop. And so this was a fairly common kind of thing that was cited that like so this one, children. This one old little or this one person. Probably several people. We're just kind of like, you know what? Half, half the fucking town. Is fucking you know a third of the town was a third involved of the town is involved in this witchcraftery, so you know let me go and uh, you can go find these people. And the thing is, like, if it's a third of the city, like, how are you getting the other two thirds to cooperate? Oh, bro, fuck that! I don't know, man. That's a good question. Can but... be fucking gone. Oh, she fucking gone so fast. We'll we'll get we'll get to that too. To how um kind of. An end was put to this, but um, let me just conclude with the letter. Okay. So, um, the Chancellor adds, P.S. Though there are many wonderful and terrible things happening, it is beyond doubt that at a place called the Fra Rengberg, the devil in person, with 8,000 of his followers, held an assembly and celebrated mass before them all, administering to his audience, that is, the witches, turnip rinds, and pairings in place of the Holy Eucharist. There took place not only foul, but most horrible and hideous blasphemies, whereof I shudder to write. It is also true that they all vowed not to be enrolled in the Book of Life, but all agreed to be inscribed by a notary who was well known to me and my colleagues. We hope, too, that the book in which they are all enrolled will yet be found, and there is no little search being made for it. And so here, citing the fact that this kind of Book of Souls... That the church always references where you sign your life away to the devil is like a physical thing. And they're look these fuckers are looking for the book in the town. Like they're tearing the town apart, trying to find the book, which a notary of all fucking people like notarized and said, like, yeah, you're contractually bound to the devil. Oh, my God. And so it's kind of kind of the environment going on there. Um now, eventually, news of the princess excess and of the butchery taking place at Würzburg reached the ears of uh, people in power who could actually do something about it. Now, a lot of the nobles summoned to answer before uh, this independent witch commission, which uh, functioned outside of uh, the church hierarchy, um, 
as soon as they saw that a lot of you know your when you see your fucking family members, you know, going in for questioning and then never coming back, like after that initial wave of fucking arrests, a lot of the people of means were like, yeah, fuck that. If I get a summon, if I get a court summons, I'm not gonna show up, and they just fucking uh, fled. So riding south at full gallop to the offices of the Holy See or of the Pope. Or else east and westward, where they might find refuge in neighboring counties, uh, in the homes of and holdfasts of uh, powerful relatives, uh, they made good their escape, and eventually both the Pope and the Emperor uh, himself issued uh, this edict where they said, like, yeah, this guy uh, has gone beyond the pale. We no longer sanction his activities. <laughs> and so, yeah. Pretty much saying we fucked up. We fu- Well, he fucked up because this is the interesting thing, too. Well, he fucked up, but he represents. Well, I don't know if he represented, but he was part of, you yeah, know. Yeah, he was definitely a product of, like. Yeah, exactly. So, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, they fucked up, you know, because they let this man go all crazy. But it's like in fucking. Have you ever seen Apocalypse Now? No. Ah, oh, fuck. These, these reference. You. All right. Well, can't make the reference now. Damn. I mean, maybe someone in the uh, in the, in the audience. All right, for the, for those people who have seen uh, Apocalypse Now, uh, this Prince Julius is kind of the Colonel Kurtz, where he just went full on rogue. He went rogue. Okay. He went fucking just like. I don't know. He was like on my own authority. I'm gonna do this crazy shit, and more than likely, like Prince Julius was crazy because in an era where. Because think, just think about it. Like, how fucked up do you have to be in order for the Pope, who was doing his own fucking sus things at the time, like, in order for a continent that's been embroiled in war to be like, that's too far. Damn. Like, that's too... Like, like we're doing some fucked up shit, but that's too far. And so eventually all these I didn't, letters, even, th- I didn't even think of it like that, man. If there's other wishes going on that no one's saying anything about, because those are... You know, going those are, uh, those by are the book. okay. Those are by the book, at least. You know, we have our people running them, but this was considered to have gone too far, and so letters uh, reached Würzburg, um, kind of relieving the prince uh, of his lands and telling him, you know, knock that shit off. He was filled with power, dude. He had a god complex. He had a god. Oh, heavy fucking god complex, and um. Eventually, it ended up making no difference, though. Like, the letters got there, but by July 16th of... And then this is this is the thing. Like, the witch hunt didn't stop until this motherfucker died. Like, it started in 1625, and it increased in pace and intensity up until the day that he died. Like, the night before, he was still writing out orders to his fucking... To his staff, like, saying, like, these are the homes, and these are the houses, and these are the names that I want you to round up the following day. But on July 16th, 1631, uh, Prince Julius died of a mysterious and unknown affliction um, that took him over at some time near midnight. What the fuck does that mean? That means that fucking he died and they don't know, and they don't know how. So pretty much someone killed him. That's okay. That's what I'm thinking. Cause like, if you're this guy's, if you're in this guy's staff and you're seeing, that he's killing a third of the town, then eventually, at what point do you have a responsibility to step in? Oh, yeah, totally. My mind goes to poison. So this fucker probably and got what was coming to him. And especially back then, like, you know, the authorities wouldn't know if it was poison or not. Yeah, like, what forensic fucking evidence are you going to find? Like, Dude, they find a body real. on the street, and, like, what do you want me to do with that? 
<laughs> to be fingerprints everywhere at this time, and you just fucking have to wash it out because it's it's as useless to us. Um. So yeah, he died July 16, 1631, and even that didn't end up making a lot of difference because by that time, since the Thirty Years' War was raging, uh, this guy uh, who took on the name the Lion of the North, Gustavus Adolphus, invaded Bavaria with his Swedish army, um, went into the town and kind of put a stop to all of it in order that the witch hunt cease. And so that's how one of the bloodiest chapters in all of Germany's history, where up to a thousand people were uh, put to the sword or to the torch, uh, came to an end. Wait, so then this random motherfucker came to invade their town? Or like they knew what was happening there? It wasn't... Okay, so this was a Catholic principality in the HRE. So like in like Germany-ish. And so at this time, there's fighting going on all over the place. But yeah. inside inside of that, like while that's going on, this guy thought that it was a good idea to launch a witch hunt. So that's going on kind of independently yeah. and at the same time. And so it just so happens that at that stage in the war, Sweden invades and they're able to take this town. And as soon as like they get there, they're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Because religious fervor... at like, it's still compelling people to fucking, you know, fight and die on behalf of of it. But the witch hunt sense in Sweden wasn't to the extent that it existed inside Germany. And so when these people got there, they were kind of, like, awestruck at what they saw. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, put, put, put a stop to that shit. You can knock it off right about now. Fuck, dude. I don't know, man. Those type of stories are just fucking insane. No, yeah, I, I would think that someone would have put a stop to it a lot earlier than they did, because like you can tell when someone's fucking off, off, off their fucking rocker. Oh, yeah, like definitely. I'm sure there was an aide there eyeing them. Like, are you sure do you want to do this? And the guy was like, Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So just all the lackeys that had to like go along with it. Oh, that's interesting. So you think that like he was someone's like puppet in a sense, or like what do you mean by that? No, I think that, I think that. Well, again, fucking people were simpletons back then. But I th I would like to think that someone close to the dude, like in the whole provincial administration or whatever, would have known, like, this guy's crazy. But they went ahead and did what he told them to do anyway. Just because, like I said, like, it's, it's easier to hide when you're on the side of the mob. Like, if you're in the mob, then you're safe from the mob. If you're the one doing the pointing and the one, like, knocking at people's doors, then no one's knocking at your door. And so I feel like that's a lot of what it was. That, yeah. that like, as soon as the panic spread throughout the region, then you were like, I got to get in front of this situation. And if I snitch on my neighbor for something that they didn't do and invent this, like, fabulous tale where 8,000 people congregated in the forest to, like, you know, worship Satan, then maybe they're not going to come after me. And so I feel like that's what it was. And that's how a third of the fucking town came under suspicion because the other two thirds were like pointing over at their neighbor that's fucked and like up. incriminating them. That's and so that way, up. trying to. Do you think they ever like, they ever like got the people who accused the other people or like, do you, do you think they were just like, just stop everything? Like we don't care who accused who, but just stop the killing. <laughs> 
Oh, that's it. Well, the thing is, I think even some of the people that were doing the finger pointing eventually got caught up in it. Like the 19 priests. Like, I'm sure, like, among those priests, there was one that was like, yeah, I'd fucking go get those witches. And it was all hee hee hee, ha ha ha, fun and games until someone launched an accusation at them. And I, and that's what's different or what the research said was different from this particular case Yeah, was that for once your money and position weren't really shielding you. That's crazy. When you told me that, I honestly, I was kind of like stunned. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I was very stunned when you told me that, you know, wealth didn't mean anything. Yeah, because like when you're in a position of power, you're watching out for other people in positions of power. Like you have each other's backs because you don't want the fucking peasants to rise up against you, you know. So even, I don't know, like even if there were accusations, I feel like normally they would have been hushed up and, you know, the prince bishop would have been like, shut the fuck up. And like, don't don't make any mention of the fact that like (laughs) the duke on the next county over like is practicing witchcraft because there's that sense of like solidarity among the elites and that they have to keep like the fucking the bottom of the bottom of society fucking like down yeah but in this case i really do think it was that this guy was so religiously fanatical even more so than all the other people alive during that time which is hard to do because religion was a very important part of people's lives back then as I'm sure it is now, but to an even greater extent. And so this guy was so fanatical in his beliefs and probably fucking just off his rocker, suffering from some kind of mental illness, that he made no class distinction and he didn't care, you know, what your last name was or how much power you had in the town government or fucking if your sister was related to so-and-so. Like he was just kind of like, yeah, burn them all. And that's that's the way he, he carried out this part and okay so like religious persecution was going on at this time like we said like jews muslims uh crypto jews or people that had converted and that the church was like yeah we don't fucking believe you we think you're a closeted jew still practicing oh like all that was commonplace but that wasn't this like none of the accusations were like oh like you're a protestant or like oh like you're not practicing uh our dogma correctly and you're heretical it was specifically like you're a witch like you're going into the woods uh and imbibing of you know the fucking dark chalice of satan and like you like they were looking for a physical book that was alleged to have all the names of the people that signed literally not metaphorically oh literally signed God. their name away to the devil you know uh you know in a wedding or like quinceanera where you have to like sign that book Oh, the fucking, the memory scrapbook or whatever the fuck. It's yeah. like that. It's just like, they're trying to find that. And it's like, oh, the devil right here. You see, they signed it away. It's like a fucking hoof print where the devil signed. Like, yeah, Thanks for dude. coming to my little Yeah, service. for real. But down, man, this guy is fucking crazy. But then again, I'm pretty sure like, you know, people were so scared of witches. I mean, right. So it wasn't even the fact that only he was doing it. It was kind of like mob, mob mentality at the same time. I actually hadn't even thought about that because that's true. Because like the uh, your average everyday person would be afraid of witchcraft. But like back then, too, like probably back then, you're like, oh, shit, like a witch. Like, you know, they're probably going to kill me or like my family or something like that. So then at that point, like they're just constantly thinking in their head and like they see something kind of sus you know kind of like you said like if you saw me in the graveyard and you were fucking freaking out you'd be like what the fuck is you know daniel doing over there 
like pick, like trying to pick up bo- you know bones for like his potion or something like that. Like I gotta go report this, right? Especially like if I saw you in the graveyard, then I'm already and at night, then I'm already creeped out. Yeah, exactly. So these people are already like highly susceptible to buying into this shit because, like I said, there's a war going on. Like people are dying fucking every day. So you're already at 10 if you're at 10 redlining all the time then it's not that hard to push you to that 11 oh yeah and for definitely. you to fucking just rat out on your, or not even rat on your neighbors but to assume that your neighbors are doing this what i found interesting too was like the children thing wasn't uncommon like in the salem witch trials too a lot of the accused were like girls of like 12 fucking 12 13 years old like children yeah and fucking Again, deep deep dive reference to the Vavitch, when the little kids remember when the dad like believes that fucking it's the little kids that are like in league with Black Be- Black Sam Black Betty with the goat. Yeah, the goat is Phil by the way. With Black Phil, like he believes that like he's about to fucking murk his own kids. <laughs> so that's the level of hysteria that they reached, where like hundreds of kids were executed, and everyone was kind of like okay with it. Bro, I can't believe someone would do that. Dude, it's been a while since I watched that movie, but didn't the kid go missing, though? No, no the twins. The twins went missing? No, the twins. The the older twins. You remember how it was? Okay, it was the kid. The baby went missing. Because there was a baby, a girl, and... The creepy, the creepy, like, 13-year-old kid, too. I don't remember the 13-year-old kid. Bro, are you serious? Yeah, there dead was, ass. There was two twins that were, like, five... There was a baby, and then there was, like, a pervy 13-year-old dude, and then there was the chick, and then it was the two parents. But long story short, like, he's convinced because he sees the little kid. And again, you don't need a lot of evidence to support an accusation of witchcraft. Like, seeing the little kids talking to a goat was enough. Just like I'm sure seeing those kids, like, with a black cat was enough to, yep, you Yep, know, you're right. I fucking told you, my guy. Yeah, I remember now. You see, I told you, dude. You never listened. This guy, you're right. He was pretty fuck. So he's a, so the dad was about to murk that. That's <laughs> no, that no. He was about to murk the twins, the the boy and the girl. Because and again on fucking flimsy evidence. So it was, it was. You're right. I think it was a combination of watching out for your own ass, like saving your own skin, and like the people actually bought into the fact that or into the belief. What the fuck am I saying? Wait, but it was true though. Like Phil was. You know, the devil or the demon, right? But the dad didn't know that. The dad was assuming. Everyone was assuming. But the thing is that, you know, the kids were talking to Phil, so then, therefore, witch. (laughs) But they got, they got murked by the witch. They got, they got caught by the witch and then, by the actual witch. Well, yeah, dude, because, I mean, don't you know that story about how, like, witches love eating children? Oh, right, the, that they make that ointment, the bomb, the Yeah, Bengay. exactly. They make the old people bang. That's what Bengay's made out of, guys, just fucking ground up bones of little kids. Exactly, bro. So, I mean, shit, I believe it. Because what is the reason, like, what is the reason why you would, like, you know, like, jack a kid for that, you know? Because even if you want to put them to work, like, they can't really do much. Fucking <laughs> at the Nike factory or what, dog? <laughs> I think that's actually, those, there's, those aren't witches, dog. It's your fucking corporate business interests doing that. No, but, like, for real, though, you know, like, besides, like, you getting and kill them, because, like, yeah, you're probably right, like, if they got, like, you or me, like, they'll probably, um, <clears throat> oh, my God, they'll probably, like, kill us, but, you know, like, if they wanted to, like, use us in a sense, like, they really couldn't, because you know how in the, 
in the previous episode, we were talking about like the Blair Witch and how like there was this one case where a guy said that the Blair Witch was like whispering to him and it made him fucking crazy to the point where he was just like, let me just like listen to her and all that. All oh, right, right, and just like driven to madness. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe you could do that for like a little kid, but like as soon as like maybe a kid could probably like pop one person, but after that they could definitely be like overpowered. This I think so. I don't know, bro. I don't think a kid could one. I don't think one kid could fuck any adult up. I mean, it really depends on the situation. Because if you're sleeping, then, like, yeah. Bro, I could take, like, fucking 20 little kids right now. <laughs> fucking just me by myself. Bare knuckle right now. I don't think so. Contested it. Yo, 20, like, 5-year-olds, I could fuck them up. Nah. Like, bad. Like, bad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we... But I would never. But I would never do that. Or fucking lock him in my basement to make sneakers. Oh my god, dude. He just said he'll fucking take on 20 little kids. No, I can because you're like, one kid could pop an adult. I don't know about that. Dude, I think they can. Yeah, definitely, dude. No, which ones you're fucking hanging out with? Well, dude could like... Like, okay... Are you, are you, okay, would you say you're aware of your surroundings, like, honestly? Okay, no. Exactly. Like, yeah, if you're watching, the, if you're looking at the little kid and you see him chasing at you with a fucking butcher knife, yeah, you could probably, like, pop him and that's it. Him. Exactly, but I'm talking about, like, cases where, like, you know, let's say if you're sleeping or if you're doing something, you, you don't really think you're in danger, you know? It's kind of like, you know, have you ever been in that situation where, like, you think you're alone and you, like, turn around and, like... There's someone fucking... Yeah, there's someone there. Not even, like, in a scary... Not even in a scary thing, but, like, let's say it's your you friend or, like, your family. Them. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, shit, like, you scared me. So imagine if it was at that point where, like, a little kid came out with a knife. You already be, like, stabbed. Maybe not dead, but you'll definitely be, like, bleeding out. And then, like, you know, you probably die. And then, I don't know, to the to the... Fuck. Not in the defense of these people, but I'm sure, like, kids in, in the 15, in the 1600s were creepy as fuck. Like, Victorian little girls jump roping in a hallway, that's creepy. So I can only imagine fucking with these dirty little peasant children just up. running around fucking eating rats. They were probably creepy. Dude, fucking, like, smeared with grease and, like, bro, under their eyes. Those are mega kids, bro. They'd probably freak me out. So maybe... You know how you said, like, Mexican kids are, like, a different breed? Like, that's they a really different are. breed. Yo, medieval children or <laughs> yeah. fucking late medieval children were a different fucking breed. No, fuck that, dude. They don't make them like they used to, you know? Oh, yeah, that's definitely true. Used to, used to burn them used to burn them at the stake and they wouldn't complain. And now, take away one's iPad and they throw a hissy fit. <laughs> okay, look, that's true. And um, I feel like we digressed a bit. But um, going back to your actual story, though, that really... It's, it's cool that it ended, but it took, you said, about 30 <laughs> years. You were just going to say it was it's cool? Like, yeah. No, down, no, dude. Imagine we had that now. Might might we might we not? Are we are we that far away from that? Are we though? Are we for though? like witches though? Oh, for witches, no. What do you think I was talking about? Well, I don't know. Just general general mass hysteria. Like fucking, there could be a knock. And this goes to all our listeners. There could be a knock at your door for any time, for any reason, for any affiliation you have whatsoever. That's very true. You're gonna be like, fuck, Daniel. Owns a fucking what breed of dog is that over yonder? Wait, besides the breed of dog, you know what? You you are right though, cause like, have you seen how common it is for you to get like a witch book or like a potion book for you to like make potions and all that type of stuff, or like to learn like witchcraft? Some white people shit, Daniel. No, but, but yes. like, but you so it seems like you've heard of it. Then if you're saying that, right? I mean, I don't think people care about that because I, I, I'm pretty sure they know that that's all like goofiness and good fun. Or how about people who read like uh, cards? All the palm readers and shit. 
yeah. If you got if you, th- that's the thing, like if you got like an extreme enough like radical religious sect, like fucking in one of those like evangelical mega churches, and like they got told the right things, then I'm pretty sure fucking the tor- the torches would get lit up and fucking some, I don't know, some weird non-denominationals would get strung up. Sad as that is. Yeah, that is true. But damn. But um, it seems like you're done with your story, huh? Why? Why are you giving guys? If you could see the fucking look that this guy's giving me, it's not necessarily the fuck me eyes as much as like a, a look of incredulity that that I don't know if I appreciate here. We might have to settle this outside after the episode. <laughs> fucking me versus him and twenty fucking five year olds. Dude, we're definitely gonna win. <sighs> no, you fucking you, you can take the, the five year olds on your side. Fucking Dude, me I, against all of you. I'm gonna like. Oh, that's why I said we're gonna win. I doubt it. Yeah, dude. Look, but that being said, we're digressing too much. Thank you so much for that amazing story. But you know how it is. It's time to end the podcast because we did go over our 30 minutes, which is perfectly fine. But I hope you guys, you know, enjoyed the story that Noah did present. I mean, it's a real life story, right? Yeah, this yeah, actually, this, happened, this actually happened, guys. So, well, I mean, good thing we're not living in that age anymore. So, yeah, if you ever find yourself in Germany and fucking you're depressed by all the atrocities that... <laughs> that happened there you can add Würzburg to your itinerary uh with that being said um gonna give you guys my usual spiel if you have any scary stories that you wrote of your creative writer or that you heard from family or friends we'd love to hear them and uh include them in one of our episodes so send them on over to the streetlights are on at yahoo.com it's gonna be spelled phonetically the streetlights are on at yahoo.com um, with that being said, remember it's good to get in front of things. If there's ever a modern day witch hunt, incriminate your neighbor and you'll be safe at least for a while. Stay safe, folks. The streetlights are on. <laughs>